The following contest is a second round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 71st seed, a 1990 platformer from Capcom, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And its opponent, the 7th seed, a 1987 boxing game from Nintendo, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Your ringside judges are Ricky Giraldo and Pat Dooley. There's nothing left to say but round two, fight! Welcome to episode 50, 5-0 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, we are at the halfway point of our 100-game uh, Nintendo Entertainment System tournament. 49 games have fallen by the wayside. A 50th will join it today when the number seven seed, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, takes on number 71, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. All right. So a little pause there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm used to you forgetting your Twitter handle. I wasn't expecting you to forget your last name there. (laughs) No, I was thinking about, you know what, man? This is our 50th episode. Congrats for making it. We made it to 55-0. 50 episodes. I feel like we need to do something special for it. But really, like, we just played two really great games we did uh, it's you know that's that's almost reward enough uh, uh so we do a weekly episode so episode 50 means we're also almost a year in like it was you know it was about this time last year where we were starting to kind of finalize plans for that first episode with uh, uh lolo three against duck hunt uh and now here we are well into round two, about to get our our fourteenth round three game. Last week or yesterday, uh, Dragon Warrior Four beat um, Metal Gear, and now the winner of this is going to face Dragon Warrior Four in round three. Uh, and I guess we probably ought to just dive right in. What do you say? Let's do it, man. All right. So we do always start by talking about the underdog, which in this case is the number 71 seed Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which is a 1990 platformer from Capcom. uh, And it pulled off an upset in round one when it beat Mega Man 6 way back in episode number 11 in Mega Man May. Uh, So how, uh, how how did your experience with Rescue Rangers stack up this time compared to 39 weeks ago man i forgot how good this game was it's just so good and polished yeah colorful and Mm -hmm. creative like Mm -hmm. you pick up the box it's just it's really good game and it's kind of crazy to think that a chip and dell game would be up there but the guys that made this game killed it yeah i mean capcom knows how to platform anyway oh, this is capcom that's yeah i totally forgot <laughs> so like so you're already coming in with a pretty good pedigree uh but just i i don't know that something about 
Like this is one of those games that's just kind of firing on all cylinders. Like the gameplay is super crisp. Like there's like the controls aren't, you know, mushy or anything. Like I feel like if I make a mistake, it's my fault. Not that I, you know, I, I should have made that jump, but I was off by a pixel and the game screwed me. It's, you know, it's, I just didn't, you know, go far enough. Like the, the controller is super responsive to it. Um, the, like the picking up boxes or apples or blocks or whatever and throwing them at enemies is really satisfying. Yeah. Um, and being able to use like the big metal blocks to like build staircases up to places is a yeah, really exactly. fun mechanic that there weren't really any other games at that point doing that uh, in platformers. It's almost like you can almost trace it to like Fortnite and like building structures <laughs> where like, you're like, yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's several generations removed from that, but it's kind of like, you know, changing like, your well, surroundings. We just broke it. Fortnite got their inspiration because of <laughs> just been down. <laughs> It's, we I mean, just, it's just uh, breaking news. It's, it's the music is good, the controls are good, the it's gameplay elements are all good. It is probably going to be the best licensed game in the NES for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't see another one really. Yeah, I really, the only other one I can think of is Batman, but that one's already eliminated. Oh, I was thinking DuckTales. Because DuckTales is really, really good. But... Oh, yeah, but I don't I know. Think, and we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll be playing DuckTales in a few weeks. I mean, Little Nemo was really good, and that was based on a on an existing property. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, it was a, an anime, I think. Um, huh. Willow was good, but not on this level. No, nah, but not this good. The two Ninja Turtles games were good, but not on this level. Right. Yeah. I mean, definitely of the ones we've played so far. I mean, it's definitely better than, you know, Fester's Quest or Goonies 2. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see when we play DuckTales in a few weeks. But I, I think you're probably right. I think this probably is the best licensed game for the NES. I think so. Uh, I love this game. It's just, it's so good. And it uses, and I think we talked about this in episode 11, but that was 39 weeks ago. So I'm going to talk about it again. But like we, we kind of criticized Fester's Quest when we played it for, like, there was no reason that needed to have the Adams Family license. Like, there was just <laughs> right. no point to it at all. Not um, at all. But this uses the Rescue Rangers so well. Like, it's got, it's, colorful environments it looks like a saturday morning uh disney cartoon uh the animation is great like they everybody looks like they did in the cartoon um chippendale there's no playable difference between them but then you've also got like you know they use gadget as kind of your you know your big boss for metal gear giving you instructions and then you know you've got uh you got your tank in monty jack busting through walls for you and a zipper as your invincibility like it's just really they put a lot of thought into how do we take they this did. property and put it into a capcom platformer and just the the level of effort and energy that went into it it shows like it's this was definitely somebody's labor of love at capcom uh and it paid off in spades it's fantastic yeah. you know that's funny you said that like i was gonna say you could tell they they really did love this 
series, I guess, yeah. because they they did put a lot of good details into it. And the music is so good. The music is excellent. <laughs> Even like the little like overworld map song that plays for like three seconds while you're moving between levels. Even that's yeah. really good. But then the, like, each stage has its own theme that fits the stage and is just a good song. very steep hill to climb uh, because on IGN's list of the 100 best games for the NES their number 7 is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out which considering that's how we came up with the seeds for our tournament means Punch-Out got a first round buy uh, and is the significantly higher seed uh, it is a 1987 boxing game from Nintendo uh, you play as Little Mac, fighting your way up to become champion of the World Video Boxing Association facing a series of unfortunate racial stereotypes along the way to a final oh. showdown with Mike Tyson, who is also so problematic. He was replaced in later versions of the game by Mr. Dream, um, which there is some, the prevailing, I guess, urban legend version of the story is that after Tyson's uh, rape allegations in the early nineties, that's when uh, Nintendo pulled him from the game and replaced him with the the generic Mr. Dream. Uh, it's actually a, a rights issue. They had a contract with them and the contract ran out and uh, they chose not to renew it because of the various controversies surrounding Tyson. Uh, and that is why later versions of the game were no longer called Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. They were just called Punch-Out uh, and there was no more Mike Tyson in it. So yep. it's one of those things I found in research because I had believed for, you know, 31 years or whatever whatever that change was made that that was the reason um but nope it's uh just uh it's a right i mean it's sort of the reason but it was actually a rights issue uh it is on basically every best of list ever made GameSpot says it's the sixth best nes game and in 2005 they basically made like a hall of fame list of the greatest games of all time punch out is on that uh, Nintendo Power called it the sixth best game for the NES and the 17th best game for any Nintendo platform. Games Radar called it the 11th best NES game and Game Informer has it 14th. Uh, and callback to past episodes, King Hippo is a featured villain on the classic cartoon Captain N, the Game Master, uh, which I'm still right. waiting for it to start streaming somewhere. Like, yeah, come, come on, come on. Get Disney on Plus. <laughs> or, I wonder who owns that show. I don't know, but if anything, it'll probably be in Peacock. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because Universal. Right? Yeah, Isn't that probably. Peacock? Yeah, Peacock. Yeah, because that's the NBC and NBC is Universal. Yeah, yeah it probably would be Peacock. <sighs> I, I'm trying to remember what channel aired it originally, but because Nintendo has the deal with Universal and Universal's game, right. it probably would be Peacock. Um, now watch, when it does finally stream, we're going to watch it. It's like, oh, this is actually terrible. Oh, of um, course. It's like, this is bad. But you know what? I mean, that's all the shows, man. Like, I watched Power Rangers the other day. I'm like, this was never good. <laughs> this is really bad. I, I, um, yeah, I haven't watched the original Power Rangers in a long time, but I imagine it probably does not hold up super great. <laughs> What's the show called again? Captain N, the Game Master. There's also a Captain N and the new Super Mario World, which was a sort of 
uh, spinoff that came out a couple of years later when the Super Nintendo launched, but it was never, I don't, I don't think it even lasted a season. But there were 13 episodes of the original. In 1989, Saturday morning cartoon lineup on NBC. So yeah, it would almost definitely be on Peacock then. Crazy. Yep. So anyway, that was a little trip down the rabbit hole of uh, <laughs> Captain and the Game Master, which is just, I'm, I wish that somebody would make that now. Oh my God. You ready for this? You can buy the complete series on Amazon for $189. $189. That is... Only one, only one left in stock. That's only $14.54 an episode. That's only significantly more than what you would pay for like a single episode of another show on Amazon. $14.50. That's, that's a lot for... Uh, for 13 episodes yeah i mean it's the it's a dvd and apparently it's uh you know out of stock yeah i mean i i didn't even know it got a dvd release so <laughs> it's probably very very rare what do you got for me ebay you can get animation cells you can get the comic book for two bucks well, here we go i'm watching the first episode right now where'd you find a youtube uh, if you type in, uh, wow, wow. <laughs> if you type in, uh, what did I type in? Captain and Stream. Uh-huh. One of the first videos that pops up. Huh. The second one. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's one thirty nine twenty eight on eBay. The DVD. Lots of animation cells, so that's kind of cool. Wild. You could just build your own episode with all those productions. Uh, so. <laughs> It'll take a very long time and a lot of money, but you could. But yeah, um, so, so what do you think of Knockout? <laughs> a punch out. It's like it's great. Like it's it's one of the all time classics. Um, it does the um, the difficulty ramps up really fast in a pretty frustrating way because like the first five-ish fights are all pretty easy and then yeah so basically you start with glass joe who was a sort of an effete frenchman that you you know he has a glass jaw you knock him out really easily and then there's von kaiser who's just a mustachioed german dude um he's pretty easy he's a little harder than joe in that he actually throws the occasional punch um but you can still beat him pretty easily the minor circuit champion Piston Honda, uh, in addition to being a really racist Japanese stereotype, um, <laughs> is uh, he's still like, once you figure him out, he's pretty easy to beat. Um, and then you start the major circuit with Don Flamenco, who's easy. Uh, and then you have a rematch with Honda. Or no, you have Bold Bull, then Honda, then. Yeah. King Hippo, or no, King Hippo, no. Honda, Bold Bull. Right, Bull is the major champion. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and then you, once you're in the like the world circuit, it just gets really, really hard. <laughs> um, 
so uh yeah so you're, you're kind of coasting through for the first few minutes and then and you just spend the rest of your time getting your butt kicked uh once you make it to the higher levels um i we were talking about um rescue rangers and just how like how tight the controls are and how like really crisp everything is i felt like there was i don't know if it was like a little bit of lag with my with my controller or what but i felt like it was a little mushy especially when it came to dodging like yeah i almost had to kind of anticipate the punch and start my move before i wanted to move um which was kind of frustrating uh, and led to me getting hit by a lot of punches I shouldn't have got hit by because I knew they were coming. Um, so that was a little frustrating. I felt the same way. I felt like it was definitely a lot slower than I remembered. Yeah. And I'm wondering if, now I want to go back and play the the Mr. Dream version of Punch-Out and see if maybe that's something they tightened up for that version and that's why we remind remember it that way. Uh, is that if we just played that version more often than the Tyson version, maybe that's why we I remember mean, CRISPR. To controls. be honest, I'll be honest, this is the first time I played it. So I don't know. I only played the Wii punch out. <laughs> oh, okay. And I think it's part two of Mike Tyson's punch out. No. No. Oh, this is Mike Tyson's punch out. Just, yeah, so the, the original is Mike Tyson, then the, they lost the license with Tyson. Oh, okay. And so all the future ones were just punch out. Gotcha. So I'm wondering, because I own the the actual cart for just plain punch out. I didn't have the Tyson one, so I had to emulate it. Um, right. So now I want to go back and play that one again and see if it maybe is just a matter of they tightened up the controls when they re-released it. Because um, it was, it was, it was frustrating. Like so many times, I would like move a split second too late and get hit by a punch I saw coming, or I would move a split second too early because I was anticipating the punch and knowing I had to move earlier than I wanted to, and then I would just move too early and get hit. Right. Um, and once you get up into the higher fights, one hit, you know, is enough to knock away like a third of your health. Um, and every time, you know, you get a, a couple of chances at losing before you have to start all the way over again, unless you have a password. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, there is and passwords. Is, so exactly now we have the internet, so now we can <laughs> right. find the passwords. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely helpful because I, I guess I just wasn't in a good mental state when I was playing this on the stream the first time because I wound up quitting about an hour and a half into the two hours. Um, just because I just I kept losing the same fight over and over and over again, and so I just I quit and came back to it a couple of days later. Um, but yeah, I just I hopped on Google and was like, you know, World Circuit Password Punch Out, and it gave it to me. So um, you know, put it in, and then you get the do 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 when the password is right, and you go straight on into your fight with Piston Honda. No. Yeah, Honda's the first one in the world circuit. So who is it that you're fighting in the... Oh, Great Tiger is the one I was forgetting in the major circuit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Glass Joe, Von Kaiser, Piston Honda in the minor, then Don Flamenco, King Hippo, Great Tiger, and Bald Bull in major. And then it's Piston Honda in a rematch. 
Sotopopinski rematches with Bald Bull and Don Flamenco, then Mr. Sandman, Super Macho Man, and then either Tyson in this version or Mr. Dream in the uh, the second version. Mr. Dream. Mr. Dream. Coming right after Mr. Sandman. Or no, not right after Mr. Sandman, because Super Macho Man is after Mr. Sandman. Super Macho Man. And Super Macho Man does not look like Macho Man. It's a, uh, it's a very large, muscular black guy from Hollywood, as opposed to a smaller white man from Sarasota. Was that where Randy Savage was from? Somewhere in Florida. Uh, oh, he was from. Oh, uh, uh, he might be right. I think it was Sarasota or St. Pete. I don't remember. Somewhere on the west coast of Florida. Man, yeah, that's a really hard game. I mean, I honestly don't have a ton to talk about because so much of it is just kind of like you know, yeah, it, dodge it, the punch. Punch, 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 dodge, punch, punch, punch. Yeah. Dodge, punch, 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 punch. That's basically what it is, the game mechanic, and you train mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like if you know punch out, you know punch out. I think mm-hmm. all the games are the same. It's just the character of the game are the, the people you fight. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're the ones that bring the characters. Yeah. They're the ones that brings the game to life. Yeah. And the lore and the... As yeah. incredibly racist as they are. Uh-huh. But... Um, yeah, you've got Great Tiger, who is a, a, an Indian man uh, who uh, uses his magic turban to teleport around the ring. Uh, and then Piston Honda, <laughs> who's, you know, a large Japanese man who, in between rounds, you like your enemies trash talk you. And you, you, you know, saying racist is probably, it's not. I don't know if it's, I mean, it's pretty racist, but it's more stereotypical. Yeah, but I mean, in one, (laughs) one of his trash talking things is Sushi Kamikaze Fujiyama Nipponichi, um, which is like a super strong machine promo from late 80s WWF. Um, Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's so funny because if you, if you look at like cartoons from back in the day or. Oh yeah. I mean, that's definitely, this was, this was the norm. Like one of my favorite cartoons is uh, called G Gundam. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, so every country has their own robot. Mm -hmm. So you would think like they all like, okay, the Mexican uh, uh, robot has a sombrero <laughs> it's just like okay yeah. i don't know like I, I it's really bad i understand now like they make another punch out they won't do that i don't think but but yeah it's a product of its time it i mean it's a, yeah. it's a 1987 like, like, game. look at uh ready to rumble yeah Remember that game? Yeah, like, I do remember you have, Ready to you have your, your Asian Kung Fu fighter. You uh-huh. have your Spanish yep. suave fighter That's with true. a rose in his back or whatever. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, just... like Street Fighter is, you know, yeah. very much the same. You got the, you know, the Brazilian is a monster out of the jungle. <laughs> you got the, <laughs> the Indian guy as a yoga master. And 
guile. Yeah, the like the all American like, yeah. muscular military dude. And uh so, yeah. Chun Li is like the Chinese magical girl and Honda is a, a literally a sumo wrestler <laughs> from Japan. So yeah, so it's just I don't know. We can't really think about it like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it felt like it was worth acknowledging uh, for anybody who might go back and play it and uh, is, uh, like, is bothered by things like that. You're getting into some uh, 1987 stereotypes. Um, for sure. For yeah. sure. Also, I learned, I didn't know this, but uh, Soda Popinski in the original version, and I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure he was originally supposed to be called Vodka Drunkinski. Um, but they decided that that wasn't appropriate for children, so they changed him to Soda Popinski, and he's drinking soda instead of vodka. All right. So, yeah. Russian stereotypes. I mean, I guess it could be worse. He could have been like a, you know, evil communist coming to... <laughs> yeah, he could have been... They're, they could have picked a the worst Russian honest. stereotype in 1987. He should have been a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what Turkish stereotype bald bull is supposed to be, uh, but maybe he got off easy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah classic game. It classic is. Classic game. It is. It's fun. It's very challenging. It's very frustrating, but it is, I mean. Do you, do you think it deserves to be on everyone's list? Yeah, I do. Um, I think, like, I feel like it's too high. Um, I, I feel like seven is really, really, really high. Um, I can definitely think of seven games I liked better than it that we've played. Um, yeah. But it is like, I don't remember what, what game it was we were talking about a while ago, but like this is one of the first great sports games. So I think that probably helps it a lot, like its reputation. Um, it was a, you know, it was a fighting game, which there weren't a ton of in that era, and it's a sports game, which there there were, but there was nothing like on this level. Like you compare this to like NES play action football or or golf or Super Spike volleyball or any of you know those games are fun, but this is the first like oh okay like this feels like boxing, um, right. even if it's like a cartoony and, version of it. Uh, definitely having Mike Tyson's name and. On it, I think yeah. that just like, boom! That it's yeah. like Madden. It's like you put Mike yeah. Tyson's name on that, and guys, if you don't know, Mike Tyson in this era was a god. Oh like, gosh, mid eighties, <laughs> Mike Tyson, <laughs> or what? even like mid eighties. Oh yeah, mid, yeah, mid eighties. Tyson was a beast. Just yeah. like uh, he was, he was stronger, he was faster, he was meaner than just anybody else out there you watch any of those fights from that era he was he was a monster i mean he was a monster in real life too as we would come to find out but right what I mean, he just it's unfortunate he did the things he did and his life went the way that it went because man if he could have kept his his act together right i mean would, listen he looks great now yeah, uh, but yeah, he did a lot of like, <laughs> bad stuff, but yeah. yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he seems to have you know put his life back together 
after yeah. you know going to prison the hangover i feel, I feel like yeah hangover helped a lot yeah like for crying out loud he had his own cartoon show for a while there. <laughs> I, mean, I think he still does so. <laughs> yeah yeah so but yeah and him being a final boss like that's great that's yeah great. yeah yep so yeah so that's punch out um i think we're probably about ready to start talking about maybe picking a winner but first we need to figure out which of us made it farther which means we're going to turn it over to our old pal ryan o so who made it farther rescue rangers i got so close to beating this game this time really and came up just short i was in the last level i made it to level j and i died if i remember right because it's been a while since i've played the game all the way through but i think i was about two or three screens away from the final fight with fat cat because i beat there's like a mid boss in j which there hadn't really been in any of the other levels Um, and i beat the mid boss um but i just i ran out of lives before i made it to the final fight and then had to start all over Uh, but well you beat me man i I made it to d (laughs) to d yeah yeah i did not do good i I did not do good i was i don't know what was happening but i was like man i'm struggling i'm in the struggle bust (laughs) nothing wrong with that that happens i I think i was about to start e i'm pretty sure i was in the like a final boss fight but i just didn't have enough time to finish it gotcha but yeah all right i mean i guess the childhood of, of playing that game a lot helped with that that's true you knew where to put the blocks. I did it. Yep. I was like, where do you put the blocks? <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't remember where we left off. So I was like, oh. <laughs> so I, I just started off this again. Yeah. Uh, so how about Punch-Out? So Punch-Out, I made it. Oh, what's his name? Um, Don. What's his name? Don. Don Flamenco. Don Flamingo. I made it to his second fight. The second fight? Okay. So the yeah. one in the world circuit. Like after yes. you beat Soto Popinski, that fight. Yep. Okay. So he's the bald guy, right? Soto Popinski's the bald guy with the, the, with the like the bottle. Yeah. That like yeah. walks with his knees pointing inward. Like a, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I beat him and then I made it to yeah. Don Flamingo. Yeah. Um I couldn't make it past Popinski. Um, oh, he's, he's the one I got stuck on. So he was hard, man. He's really, you, really hard. Don Flamingo, I was like, yeah, I, get, I, I think this is where I make it because I, I did lose to the guy before, like twice. Yeah, and I had to start all over again. Yeah, it was definitely more than that. twice for me, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, that was yeah, that was I, one of those I, where it's like I know the timing I'm supposed to have. Like I can see, like the punch, but I would always be like either a half second too fast or a half second too slow moving, and he just right. hit so hard. Um, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't beat Flamingo, man. I, that guy. Yeah, 
Yeah, the second time around. I feel like the set, the rematch with yeah. everybody is way harder than the first time because Honda's harder the second time, Flamenco's harder the second time, Bald Bull, who was after Flamenco, is really hard the second time. And then you get into the Sandman and Macho Man and, and Tyson. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a hard game. It is. It is hard. So guess we uh we should probably pick a winner huh winner is gonna face dragon warrior four in the third round and the loser will be the 50th game eliminated from our 100 game tournament which means we will have cut the field in half it's crazy so i feel like we're kind of in the same position we were in last week or last episode yesterday um where um a punch out is probably the better game in terms of like cultural impact and like what it was doing in 1987 compared to what else was out in 1997 or 1987 whereas rescue rangers not a ton of like impact like you don't play as chip and dale and smash brothers like you do little mac um right and by 1990 like capcom platformers were like a genre at that point like they they were already doing like you know they already put out five mega man games and so like that it wasn't doing anything revolutionary it was just really 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 good at what it was doing really good in the genre that already existed so it kind of comes down to do we reward the game that did something new or the game that is better polished, um, crisper controls? And it, I mean, in, at least in my opinion, more fun in Rescue Rangers. So yeah, that's that's where I'm torn. Is This is a hard one. This is a hard one because both games are great. Yeah. One of them's a classic in gaming, like mm-hmm. complete classic. Yeah. And they're both fun to play. Like I both I had a good yeah. time. One of them is harder than the other for sure. Oh, by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That I hate to do it, man. Man, this one's gonna have to go to coin flip for me. I I really can't yeah. pick. I have no idea. I'm like, I like both of them a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I. What do you What do you think? I lean toward and Rescue gotta, Rangers. Yeah, I was gonna say you have to put your nostalgia aside. Yeah. You played Chippendale a lot. You probably played Punch. I played Punch Out a lot too. I I owned yeah. both of these games. Well, I owned the Mr. Dream version of Punch Out. Right. So I I played both of these games like, as close to my entire life as as possible. Like Punch Out came out when I was five, and uh, Rescue Rangers came out when I was eight. So like I like legitimately three plus decades with both of these games. Um, so, I mean, I, the nostalgia, I, I have a ton of it for both. Um, yeah. But 
coming back to them now well i mean came came back to rescue rangers 39 weeks ago but um you know playing them again now as an adult um after having not played them for for many many years um i just i feel like rescue rangers has aged better than punch out and that's setting aside the you know the stereotypes and stuff we were talking about um but just the like the gameplay like rescue rangers plays like just like how you want a great platformer to play like even right. like modern games like you know you play a, a hollow knight or uh um i don't know games games of that ilk like mo- modern like platforms. a metrovania yeah yeah. yeah, like that's uh, Rescue Rangers still plays as well as those games now. Like it plays like a Ori, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Ori is actually the other example I was trying to come up with. Um, right, it, it's still like it. It still fits with those games now, whereas Punch Out. Well, one, nobody's making arcade boxing games anymore like Punch-Out, unless they're making Punch-Out like they did for right. the um, Now any sort of, you know, combat sports game is like a hardcore EA, like, you know, they're, you know, UFC games or, I mean, have they, when was the last time a major boxing video game came out? They I have it since Fight Night Round Two. I think. That's what I was thinking. Was Fight Night was was the last one I remember. And they like Ready to Rumble kind of brought back the cartoony elements of. But Punch that was Out. before that, yeah. But and that was before, yeah, exactly. So yeah, there there hasn't been a big boxing game in yeah years. So it's hard to say because they they like that's a genre that went like full semi. Like we were talking about Tecmo Super Bowl, like. You know, it was like it play, It was on the line between being blitz Madden, and yeah. Madden. Like it had right. sim elements to it, but it was also super cartoony. Joe Montana can throw the ball flat-footed 100 yards to Jerry Rice. Like that, you know, that can't happen, but it could in that. Um, but you're also calling plays and stuff like in a, a hardcore sim. So it's, it's hard to say, like, Rescue Rangers plays more like something – people would still play now whereas punch out still kind of feels like a product of its time you know what with this argument that you're saying i think rescue rangers is the good the the choice yeah it's i think it is it feels really weird to say it because it's you know it's number 71 beating number seven (laughs) but (laughs) and punch out and it's punch out yeah yeah it's i it's this back-to-back weeks that like in a different week, Punch Out, in, by all means, Punch Out should be moving on. Like, it's definitely, we're going into the round of 32. Punch Out's one of the 32 best games for the NES. It just unfortunately ran into, you know, Rescue Rangers is just really, really good and super underrated. Like, 71 is way too low for this game, uh, as evidenced by the fact that it beat 58. Mega Man 6 in round one. Yep. Yeah. It's a true Cinderella story, folks. But uh, <laughs> those little chipmunks and their friends are moving on to face Dragon Warrior 4 in round oh three. Oh my God. It's a wild the, matchup. The Dragon Warrior versus the chipmunks. <laughs> Here we go. 
That is wild. I, I can't Imagine, believe that. I really wish I was talented to draw. Like, I knew how to draw because I would draw each battle. Imagine oh, a picture fun. of my dragon warrior. <laughs> <laughs> like a giant dragon and Chip is just throwing a red ball at its face. <laughs> we so good. But yeah, Chip and Dale goes on. Like That's you wild. said, at the, probably one of the most underrated. It's yeah. up there with Metal Storm. That's exactly the example I was yeah. I think those two, and to a lesser degree, Little Samson. But that's another one that like nobody's ever heard of. But every time we play it, it's like, oh yeah, this is just a really good game. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that is a huge upset, and I'm still kind of like, do I really want to commit to that answer? Do I want to change my mind and go we, to a coin flip? We said flip? it. We said but it. We did say it, and I I'm gonna stick we're with locking it. it. I, we're locking it. In. It's <laughs> the, <laughs> we're locking it. The the coin has already it. played. Yeah, we voted out Metal Gear yesterday. We've done things that are... <laughs> that are <laughs> there's, there's no going back now. Exactly. We we already lost our listeners for yesterday's episode. We don't need to. <laughs> That's true. So, That's true. Might as well double down. Yeah, uh, or maybe we got more because, you know, we have a lot of cast member friends and... Yeah. That's Chip true. and Dell, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we got to <laughs> do something to get them back after we trashed Mickey Mousecapade back in... Uh, round one god terrible that game oh. was awful <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that it actually wound up being bad that's a horrible thing to say but like I, I didn't have good memories of it as a child but that was because i was scared of it but like i'm i am happy to see that it's like okay so the negative memories i have of it are just also because it's a bad game so feel feeling good about that feeling good about rescue rangers being the disney representative uh going into round three possibly to be joined by ducktales uh if ducktales beats it probably will a boy and his blob um that's coming up in a few weeks but coming up next week uh i don't know if you've got a calendar in front of you but you may have noticed this is the last thursday of february which means it's almost March, which is crazy because I feel like it was just March. Um, yeah, right? It's this, like, when did this happen? This time has no meaning, man. It's all the, the quarantine and everything. Just every time has just become a blur. Uh, but yeah, it is almost March, which means that uh, in the spirit of Mega Man May from last year, uh, next week, episode 51, as we start the second half of the tournament, uh, we will be kicking off Super Marchio uh, as Marchio. Super Mario Brothers takes on Let's, Kung Fu. Let's uh, go. Poor every, Kung Fu. <laughs> every Thursday in March, we will be playing a different Mario game. Uh, so on the 4th, it'll be Mario Brothers be? against Kung Fu. On the 11th, it'll be Mario 2 against Vice Project Doom. The 18th is Mario 3 against Iron Sword. Uh, and the 25th will be Dr. Mario against Excite Bike. Uh, so it'll be a whole month full of Mario. Um, and yeah, hopefully it uh, Mario has better luck than Mega Man did last time, uh, where it almost pulled off a clean sweep in May until Mega Man 6 came up against Rescue Rangers. Yep. Last episode of the month. So that'll be interesting to see because Mega Man May is right around the corner because one through five all advanced uh, and May is coming soon. But man, there's so much good stuff coming up. 
thanks for sticking with us. Uh, if you want to follow the show, you can see the whole bracket at challenge.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can throw a little money our way if you feel like it at ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can watch a stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kings of consoles. Uh, I've been doing a, a regular Monday night stream of, uh, of games for the show. Uh, so this coming Monday, barring unforeseen circumstances, I should be playing uh, the aforementioned Vice Project Doom and Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, that was last night's stream. We're recording this a couple days in advance. Uh, I played those games last night, and it was fun. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, Monday, and it was a great time. Great time had by all. Um, the uh, uh, this coming Monday, the first uh, will be. Iron Sword and Super Mario Brothers 3. So I am really looking forward to that. That's two great games uh, that I will be playing. Pat, what what game did Kung Fu beat again? In the did first that beat round, Ice Climbers? Kung Fu beat Kicks. Oh God. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Shadowgate beat Ice Climber. Okay. <laughs> oh, Kicks. Yep. I still yeah, think. 50 weeks or 48 weeks later i still think kicks is the worst game <laughs> i think so too i can't i can't think of anything else that i had less fun playing there have been games that frustrated me on that same level but just like in terms of game design control that's just a bad game so good okay. riddance uh but kung fu will almost certainly get its butt handed to it by the original Super Mario Brothers. Hey, you never know. Never know? No, we don't. <laughs> well, I mean, we would have thought Punch-Out, you know, when the bracket was announced, we would have been pretty confident That's in Punch-Out making it to the round that of 32. But here it is. Episode 50. We're talking at the beginning, we wanted to do something special for it. We're knocking out Punch-Out. That's the special thing we did uh, in episode Wow. 50. Um, we do have a little listener feedback, which actually is not in the format doc. So this is maybe Ricky's first time seeing this, uh, but we did get a little more feedback from Ryan O. Uh, it's not a question, um, but a lesson that I didn't talk. No, it's um, uh, feedback for one of his earlier questions uh, when uh, from the sidekick uh, conversation we had a couple weeks ago about uh, which uh, sidekick deserves their own game. Uh, he gave a couple options. Uh, he says he uh, would choose Varric from Dragon Age 2 and 3 uh, as of a sort of uh, yeah. Tyrion Lannister of that world. He shoots people and he knows things and his stories have deeper sub-stories, which would make for a good game. Uh, he, also yeah, says, awesome. he also says an Arkham-type game where you play as Damian Wayne uh, as the main dude hunting down the League and his mother to find out what happened to his father. Uh, and then uh, Grayson would be this the Batman in that world as a sort of oh, secondary character. So good. <laughs> that would be good. I, I do love Dick when he was Batman for a little bit. That was great. Because his him and Damien had just such a good dynamic mm -hmm. where it was like you know, Damien and, and Batman, you know, the father and son thing was alright, but like so I agree. Those are good, solid choices. Actually, thinking about we were talking about um, uh, Damian Wayne. Uh, we just yeah. finished binging all of the Harley Quinn cartoon. 
on uh, HBO Max. Uh, oh and he's God. so great on that show in general. Just a very underrated, I feel. Yeah, it's excellent. It's so funny. So and it's so dark. And it's so gross. But it's <laughs> I love Bane. In it. Bane, Bane is one of my favorites. <laughs> Bane and Kite Man. Um, yeah. Even... Do you want some tacos? <laughs> <laughs> we should blow up the taco place. Yeah. <laughs> I am this taco's reckoning. <laughs> I just love that they, they did the voice. Like, uh-huh. It's just yeah. perfect. It's the you know the luchador look, but but the Dark Knight Rises uh, style yeah. talking. It's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. The I mean the all the the voice acting in that is excellent as well. Like Jim Rash as the Riddler is so good. Um, uh, I like uh, Funches as a as King, King Shark. Shark. Yeah, as King Shark. Yeah. I I mean I'm a huge Ron Funches fan anyway. Like I Correct. his stand up is great, but. Yeah, that uh, great show. perfect for King Shark. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Um, Harley Quinn, it very not suitable for all ages though. So if you have small yeah, children, true. don't think, oh, it's it's Harley Quinn. We'll we'll watch this. It's like no, it like it starts off with like faces melting and bones jutting out of legs and yeah, uh, J- Joker using a man's face as a puppet. Like it's. Uh, it's, it's gruesome, but it's so deeply funny. And anyway, there's a, a minor story arc with Damian Wayne in it. And, uh, yeah, it's he, great. He's, he's, he's very such funny. a punk. Yeah, it's <laughs> very, very funny. Um, and uh, who knew that Diedrich Bader would make such a great Batman? But he's so dry in that role. And Chris Maloney as, as Gordon is, uh, is so good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, so watch that if you are um, able to handle it. Um, yeah. So Twitch, coffee, challenge, facebook.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at kings of consoles. You can follow me at loopy date. Me at Ricky GN7. <laughs> uh, and I think I forgot to plug this last time, but uh, shoot us an email kings of consoles pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So I think that is all the news that's fit to print for this week. Next week, Super Marchio, Super Mario Brothers against Kung Fu. Uh, as we get into the back half of the tournament, uh, the matchups start getting more and more interesting because we're whittling the field down. Half are already gone. Uh, so, you know, bye-bye Little Mac and Solid Snake and a, a whole bunch of, uh, of great games are already gone. Who will be Damn. next? Little Mac and Metal and Solid Snake got eliminated in the same week. Yeah wow yeah it's uh it's wild things are uh business is picking up as jim ross would say um uh, and it's wild <laughs> yeah so yeah super marchio get excited we are uh and uh we will see you next week uh and until then play old games goodbye everyone play old games Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Patty Thanks to Captive Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.